For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water... Do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. A lot to talk about. The Lakers won the ship. Big weekend in college football in the NFL and the MLB playoffs are in the Champion League series. So get excited, buckle up, tuck it into your waistband because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. We in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch it free throws because they're free. So 281. Coming hot at you guys in so 280. And I'm joined on this one by Nikki Snacks, Crider, and Alex. Toss me the rock to Sopolis. And in the introduction, I said Champion League Series. Uh, I think this one was that, was that European soccer or something along <laughs> the lines of that. I'm getting my, my sports mixed up. But it's League Champion Series. Um, that went underway with the Rays and the Strohs tonight. Um, people were throwing. People are starting to bet on the Rays. I have a couple of friends who are starting to throw stacks on the Rays. Stacks on the Rays. And you know where they're betting, Nick? If you had to guess. If I had to guess, I'd probably say they were putting their money down at BetOnline.ag. Toss. Yeah, I I would guess the exact same thing. Interesting. That they were putting their money down at BetOnline.ag. I'd be willing to bet. Okay. On BetOnline. Dot ag that the people who are putting money down on the Rays mm-hmm. are going to betonline.ag. Yeah, so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. I think that was probably about eight times, um, which might be the number of rings LeBron ends up with whenever he decides to retire, which could be never. Very interesting. Wow. So it could be so never. Four more. Four more years. Four yeah. more years. Um, how well, many? How many of those uh, rings does his son also get with him? Bronny Jr. One. He's one. if Bronny Jr. gets the NBA, hopefully he does. Yeah. Let's let him. Get he wins. There he wins one with him, and then he's like, "Okay, that's I'm done now." That would be crazy. I love all the memes and um, 
little tweets on Twitter and Instagram talking about Bronny James looking out the driveway waiting for LeBron to get home all scared because LeBron's going to beat his ass for uh, smoking that joint on IG Live. You know, how old is he? We spoke about that on the show. I think he's 15, 16? He'll be 16 this year, or next year, maybe. To quote my favorite movie, Life's Too Short, McLovin, Smoke Up. You know what I'm saying? What are we, who cares at this point? I mean, it's not like, yeah, the guy, LeBron's son, he could pretty much do whatever he wants. Right, right. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly, as long as it's not harmful. Uh, That's a nice hat you got. got, Where'd you get that, Nick? The established in Austin, Texas hat. Oh, the Austin, Texas hat? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the airport, Austin. The Austin airport. Nice. Austin Bergstrom? Yes. Bergstrom airport, the best airport food. Actually, I would go early to eat They've there. got tacos. They've got barbecue. I've even got ice cream before a flight there once. They do have ice cream. They've got a great Auntie Anne's yeah. pretzel place. Can't, which you can't, can't which you can't find in any other airport <laughs> in the United States. I'm sure you can. It's the, it's the lone Auntie Anne's in an airport. No. I actually I think mean, that's the only place you can they find They don't have an LAX. I know that. Have you seen an Auntie Anne's not in an airport or in a mall? What? Yeah. No, Where? I in Penn Station. Multiple. There's like multiple. Yeah, Penn, Penn Station's basically a mall, though. It's, it's, it's basically an airport. Okay, an airport... Or a sorry, a travel stop that that is for the trains. A station. Well, they yes. have, they have, they have stores. So it's a mall. In the mall, so it's basically have. a mall. It's a mall. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying the Annie Ann has like establishments. I, I do they right. not? It's been I feel s- like they do. That's why I bring the question up because it's, it's been some time or it's been never since I've seen like a, a standalone Auntie Anne's. What do you get at Auntie Anne's? Oh, I I usually get the uh, the garlic pretzel. Really? Or like the garlic wow. pretzel bites. Wow. So you go the fun. savory route instead of oh, the yeah, sweet yeah. route. I go the cinnamon. I'm the always, cinnamon. I'm cinnamon always cinnamon. savory. Really? Always. Okay. Always. You're not a big sweet guy. I mean, I'll enjoy it like some ice cream every now and then or like a cookie, but you would never like you would never put like strawberry schmear on a bagel. You're always no, gonna go no, the no, savory no. like bagel sandwich route. Disgusting. No, 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 no. I would never go Blueberry? S- Blueberry schmear? I, We're also Jews, like <laughs> bagels and locks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think Jews use a variety of different schmears. Here's, I'll do a sweet bagel with a savory, I only savory filling, for sure. But sometimes I'll do like a cinnamon bagel with like sausage, egg, and cheese. It's good. I'll do like a an everything bagel with bacon, egg, and cheese. It's nice. That's fun. Yeah, it's great. It's classic. Not kosher. No, but it's but fun. Like, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. Most most things that are kosher are not fun. Sorry, um, it's the truth. Um, but speaking of fun, we're gonna have a little fun on the show. We're gonna play a game. Um, do we like to spice things up in the bedroom in the charity stripe? And what we'll do is we each have three questions. We none of us know each other's questions. I don't even know my own questions yet. Nick doesn't even know his own questions. And what's gonna be? We're gonna go around the room. You're gonna ask somebody, one of us. So if I ask Nick or Toss, and vice versa, <laughs> ask them a question. And they got to answer it. All right? With something that happened this week in sports. Okay. I'll start off. It's just such a novel concept, asking questions and then answering them. I know. It's such an interesting... We create here in the We're paving trip. the way for, paving the for way podcast down the Podcast, road. yeah. We're asking each other questions. Why is this night different than any other night? Um, All right. Toss. Yes. Lakers won the championship 4-2. LeBron wins his fourth finals MVP, his fourth title. What does this A mean for his legacy and B mean for the Lake Show going forward? For his legacy, I mean, I think the narrative this year for him has kind of transformed away from is it him or is it Michael Jordan? And people are starting to look at how long he's been doing it. I think Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I've heard most people talk about 
recently is how long he's been this good, how he continues to adapt his game, how I think he had his 11th triple-double in in, fin- in NBA Finals games, which is incredibly impressive. Um, I mean, I, he's, he's like two away from Magic Johnson in postseason triple-doubles. Magic has like 30, and LeBron has 28. 28. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think... Um, I don't know. I don't want to get into... For me, it's not about him versus MJ. Okay. And I think that more and, the more and more people watch him, the more and more they realize how different of a player he is, yeah. how it's like comparing... Uh, they're just two different types of players. And I think I'm, I'm really impressed with him. He demands respect from... He asked for... He said, now everyone can start talking about me. You know, there's the whole thing with the MVP, um, with Giannis, and how he was... Uh, whether he actually was perturbed by it or not, I don't necessarily know if he really cares. But, um, you know, he said he was bummed that he didn't get more first-place votes, even though he kind of gave the nod to Giannis. Okay, who should have, just to go at that before he gets to the next part of it, who should have, in your opinion, won the MVP? I still think Giannis. Yeah, I don't, it's like unquestionably so all, Giannis. Okay, so then we don't just you don't just hand out first place votes just to hand them out. If you th- if you're voting for the MVP and you think Giannis should win the MVP, like we all do, you're gonna vote for Giannis to win the MVP. So right. that, like, oh, I didn't get enough first place votes because everyone thought Giannis should win it. You're not. They're not just gonna vote for LeBron. Just to well, get first I place also vote. just think that not only is he a fantastic basketball player and what seems to be a fantastic human, but all of the great things that he does in the charity space, he's also an excellent storyteller clearly he knows how to manipulate the media it's been it's something he's been doing whether it's manipulating or just playing the game yeah playing the game really is a better way of putting it and I think that that's part of playing the game is that you know you you have to show people that you're fired up about this you have to when you're put in this you know position where you can make an impact for social change talk about it which is something he did throughout the bubble experience Mm -hmm. um I, I don't know I think he's just he's a great he is the perfect ambassador for the league and he's the perfect ambassador for John and Vinny's spicy fusilli pasta as well. <laughs> Josh, you're wearing the hat. He he had the full wore, John I and Vinny's fit last game, game five, yeah. um, which they lost. So maybe that was telling. But I think he game, got though. he got his for free. I think hell of a game. Yeah, yeah, he probably did get it for free. I mean, he gets a lot of things for free. I did yeah. not. Funny enough. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's always interesting how that works in the um, restaurant space. Like, hey, like that's LeBron James. Like, let's let's take extra good care. Of, let's send him some dessert. You know, let's get him some wine. It's like, come on, LeBron James doesn't need. Let's send the UCLA students the, the dessert. And from what they I've heard, it. he does. He he likes sweet as well as savory. He does. Is that true? I think he's a man of both tastes. Yeah, yeah. He's a big. Boy. But no, I think what you're going back to you, what you said though is, I think he's really writing his own narrative. You know, and going out and doing it with three different teams. You know, like you said, he's the first player. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because yeah. it's a totally different NBA. The NBA experience, what NBA players do, how they look at moving around, how management looks at pieces rather than, you know, individuals and what they mean to sometimes to cities. Um, you know, LeBron has played on three different teams now. Yep. So... I'm done comparing guys. I don't think it's I for me that that part that he's done it on three different teams. Like I wouldn't expect anyone <coughs> previous to him to have done that. Yeah, it's because it wasn't the, it wasn't the thing that people. It wasn't did. a different right. thing, but I think it's still impressive nonetheless that every team he goes to, and not that it wouldn't have happened with MJ Magic Larry, but every team that we it's been proven that he goes to automatic title contender. And the other Autom- thing is like not the teams even like that he was the, the, the favorite. The team before he was there wasn't great. The Lakers weren't great. The Cavs second weren't over, great. They had the second overall pick back to back to back right. years. Exactly. I mean he was the only team but that's because they, you know, did the whole collusion thing of getting sure. together. They already had they were Dwayne good. Wade already got his ship there by himself, so mm-hmm. 
The Cavs sucked. The Cavs Cavs sucked. They had Anthony Bennett. Yep. Yeah. And Wiggins. Like they had the first overall pick. Lakers sucked too. Last like stunk. Five years. He goes from he could take a team from worst to first. And I think heartbeat. I'm done comparing guys. I mean, it's like the thing with like like I walk look at football. Peyton is different than Brady, and Brady's different than Mahomes, and Mahomes is different than Russell Wilson. They're all writing their own narrative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know you can talk about him with Bird. Magic, yeah. Michael, you can talk about him with all those guys because he is always going to be in that goat conversation, if not be the front runner for most people. Um, and he just continues to prove that with mm-hmm. with the longevity thing. I think is so so impressive. Also, just like everyone knows it, you know, we don't necessarily we don't have to talk about it for a long time. But the pieces that he brought, the re- the supporting cast, uh, he's never had amazing supporting cast. Mm-hmm. This one was not great, but but guys did step up. So many familiar faces, though. I remember like. Tonight when I was watching it and they're giving the whole speech and the ceremony of you know presenting the MVP and the trophy, so many guys that you see are like, holy shit, he just got Jared Dudley a ring. He just got JaVale McGee a ring. He just got Jason Kidd another ring as an assistant coach. He's got Rondo a ring. You know, he just got McGee's all these guys. Got, yeah, McGee got another one. Rondo got another one. Dwight got his first one. Dwight got his Dwight, first one. Right. You know, Quinn like, Cook gets a third one. D- Danny Green gets back-to-back. Right, exactly. And you see all these guys that have been vets in the league right. that get it now. Through, right. through being a bench player on LeBron's team. Dion Waiters, we knew he was going to get it either way. <laughs> he gets it with the Lakers. I think he'd rather have gotten it with the Lakers anyway. Yeah. It's probably. a better storybook ending this entire year. The passing of Kobe Bryant, I think it's the it's the perfect period yeah. on Avery the Bradley craziness still gets of one, this right? year. Yeah. Because, I mean, he opted out, but, I mean, he was part of the team. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, he gets one. Like, for the sure. same way, like, yeah. Dion Waiters would have gotten one with E. Right, right. Yeah. So, so what does it mean for the Lake Show going forward? Now, because you and I have previously discussed in the couch – just well, I think you, this you, is the best shot This is the best player. As good as Dwayne Wade is, Anthony Davis is is the best player he's played with, I think. Fit-wise, for sure. Yes. Even just Dwayne Wade, an amazing playoff basketball player. Better playoff basketball player than he was in the regular season. Tremendous regular season but, basketball but player dominant as well. But superstar, AD. AD. Never, I mean, we've talked about it. Dwayne Wade was in MVP voting like one time in his career. Right. AD's always in it. AD's always in it. He's always been in it even when he was on the Pels. AD's a top five player in the league. Yes. Do I think that AD can win a championship as the best player on his team? No. Really? I don't. I really don't. Unless unless somehow playing with LeBron unlocks him for future years without LeBron, I think for me it's keep you have to keep them together as long as you can. Of course. And continue to ride this wave into next year. Keep the you know the supplementary pieces around that you need. Replace them with young guys if you need to, and just make sure that AD and LeBron are healthy for next year's playoffs. I think he could be the best player on his team, but it would have to be a situation where there's guys like, like Duncan was the best player on his team, but he had a Parker and he had a Ginobili. Yeah. So if you if all star guards, if if you don't if you don't have AD with, you you don't have any if you don't have him with Chris Paul, James Harden, or Luka Doncic, I don't know if he's gonna win. You need an all star guard. Dame. Maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ad and Dame is great. I think you need an all-star guard though, for sure. An all-star guard, right? Yeah. So do you Steph, do honestly. you think they they have to retool though? They can't run it back like that. If they run it back like this, well, I think, I, think our, I mean, there's some guys that we mentioned retired. who are yeah. gone. How many of those guys are going to retire? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if LeBron says, "Hey, you're playing another year because we need you," <laughs> yes, that's <sir>. a different <laughs> story. Um, I think I really only envision that one guy being. Rondo. The king calls for your services yet another year. You think Dwight's going to retire? Maybe no. Dwight. I think Dwight. I think stays. Dwight will go, follows the money <laughs> and someone else pays him. Uh, now he's going to get the money. By the way, did you guys see Dwight bang that three at the end of the game? No. Yeah, there's like, there like 23 seconds left and he banged a three. 
Really? <laughs> Super disrespectful. Love that. Yeah. He's a he's an idiot. <laughs> he is he's pretty boneheaded, but he does have a ring and um all I'm, I'm glad he I'm glad he got back even dis- despite all of his antics. Yeah, I mean, he's got two of the, you know, two of the things that players chase after in the league, an MVP and a championship. He's got yeah. both. And a defensive player of the year award as well. He doesn't he didn't win MVP. He's in second one year. Did he? Dwight, yeah. I thought he won that year. No, second. Who won second. that year? He came in second D-Rose's year. Oh. Or Maybe one of LeBron's years, but he defensive player of the year three years in a row. Gotcha. Yeah. He went. He went. Well, to he the won a dunk contest. There you go. Yeah, what, he's a dunk champ. Before the before the show started, Nick, you uh, you pointed out that Costas Antetokounmpo now has a ring before his brother. Before his brother, do we? Is his brother going to get one? Is it inevitable that his brother's going to get I one? I, can, I can't. I can't say that. His brother's twenty five years old. I, I mean, he's if he plays as well as he does. I mean, LeBron is what thirty five right now. That's yeah. ten more years. He's got ten year a ten year gap. To, to do that, and he's one of the younger players who, who's a superstar right now. I mean, LeBron's gonna be well retired when he's thirty. Sure, they're gonna do something in the off season. I happen. just think that you know, Le- or he'll go somewhere else. He'll go to the Mavs and win it with Luca. <laughs> Maybe. 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 I mean, I would Mavs, love that. Obviously, do something for sure. LeBron again talked about it. His adaptability is is to me the most impressive part of his game. He had some turnover issues in the games that they lost against the Heat. Zero turnovers tonight. Zero turnovers tonight. And a triple-double. Went around and, and turned it around and did exactly what his, his team needed from him. Yeah. Um, so that's just super, super impressive. Pretty, also, that team defensively is really, cool really, that, uh, really good. We're in the city of L.A. as this is all happening. Obviously, pandemic has been, you know, it's going to quiet some things. It's going to be a muted um, interaction. But I did hear some fireworks popping off as soon as they oh, were. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. people were downtown by the Staples Center. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, from what I heard, like if the Dodgers or the Lakers would have won something, you know, last year or two years ago, then like people would have rioted, and I don't see that happening right now. I don't, I'm not a fan of the riot. Um, but those are my, th- uh, those are two of my questions because it was a double question. Sure, I got one for you then. Shoot, Nick, please. All right, so kind of, I kind of touched upon this earlier today, but uh, there's a lot of teams, you know, that are going to be in the NFL. Yeah. That are going to be picking, you know, at uh, the number one pick. I love this question. And um, you know, the spec, the expectation, um, people are guessing, saying that. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall pick, right? And so there's a lot of teams that are going to have the opportunity to take him. So looking at the standings right now, you got the Falcons who are winless. you got the Giants who are winless. Um, you've got the Jets that are winless. You've got a couple of one-win teams like the Jags, the Texans, the Broncos, the Chargers, but they're not as bad. Um, <laughs> the Bengals, and you've got the the Lions. You've got the football team. you got the Eagles. you got the you got so many teams. you got the Vikings. Yeah. Out of those, give me like three teams that are legitimately going to be looking for a quarterback. Because if, let's say, you know, the Jets get it, the Giants get it, are they going to take Trevor Lawrence at number one? You can't. If you are the New York Jets, under no circumstance can you take Trevor. You just can't do it. Because what happens? You trade Darnold for a second round pick. Okay. You have the Seahawks pick. Okay. They have nothing. They have the worst receiving group, the worst tight end group. They have Le'Veon Bell, a very mediocre at best offensive line. Becton's been good. And you can look at Joe Douglas. Oh, a great pick by Joe Douglas. It's pretty much a no-brainer. If you don't take Becton or Werfs, who have both been very good so far, you're a complete idiot and should be fired. He took, I mean, you know, the Jets drafted, the Jets' former GM drafted a guy, Polite. They got to cut him before the season started. He had a sack today for the Rams. He's going to be productive um, or at least, uh, you know, help. I mean, the Jets just been a dumpster fire. They have nothing on the defensive side of the football. Their coach is going to be fired. 
you have to, if, you've, if you're the Jets, you have no choice but to trade that pick and get whatever you get, three first-round picks, get that house. Go to the right. Steelers who go, okay, you have a great defense, you have a good offense, you've been drafting super well, give me three first-round picks, two seconds, and a fourth. It seems to me like this pick right here is the most valuable pick we've seen in years. It's the, He's the best, he is the best QB I have seen since, in luck. Co- since luck, but I don't think he's better than Andrew Luck. Okay. Well, not yet, obviously. We don't know. I know in college. It's just like, it, it's so weird because they played Miami this week. And Miami with like, oh, Miami's back, the turnover chain, ligma with that. Because Miami's good. They're the number seven overall team. They're good. They played well. But Clemson's they're the on number another level. seven but overall Clemson team. is on a whole Different ball level. game. They're, they are far and away the best team in college football. They're the best quarterback, one of the best head coaches, the best running, running back. back. And the defense court. is insane. It's like t- five stars across the board. It's a well-oiled machine. I mean, it's a hotbed for NFL prospects, always, for the last eight years. Exactly. So I don't I don't know. I He's obviously incredible, but I don't know how, like, on genera- right. like to be a generational talent. Think about how often guys are like, this guy is going to be legit. This The first-round QB is going to be amazing. We've seen Rosen flop. Haskins has flopped so far. Yeah, but those Wentz guys weren't been, those guys weren't projected to go number one overall. I mean, Rosen was for a long period of time. Rosen's a top ten pick. I mean, Liner, Vince Young, these guys flop and flop. Jamarcus. I mean, nothing. Jamarcus, oh, the Jamarcus Russell, generational talent. Yeah, guys flop all the time. You can't crown a king until he's got to the kingdom. I understand and, you know that. What I'm saying, but I think if you're the Jets, trade it. If you're the Giants, trade it. I think Donald and Jones are good and get what he can to rebuild the defenses because that's how you really get it done. Yeah, Falcons take it to you know back up Matt Ryan. Yeah, of course. And I then mean, Matt Ryan's getting up there in age. I he's think digressing. If you're a team like if you're a team like the Vikings, you move Vikings who are strapped for cash. You got to do what the Rams did. They took Goff. On a cheap rookie deal, yep. and they paid everyone around him. You got to get right. rid of Cousins. You got to trade. If you have to trade out to get Trevor Lawrence, you trade it to get Trevor Lawrence. He's your guy. You have good pieces available. Draft around him. Pay the other guys. Don't pay the quarterback. It's huge. I mean, not having to pay your quarterback. I mean, it's just it's not it's irreplaceable because right. he is the guy that's going to command the biggest money. Unfortunately, what we saw today with Dak Prescott, which was and I love Dak Prescott and Toss. You were the whole. I mean, the whole Dallas squad in our house today was like. I mean, I was. I love him. I think he's a great quarterback. He's a good guy. He's yeah. had a brutal year. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. It's how could you? How could you not be? It's very it's severe. Very injury. severe injury. Very apparent that how severe it was. Right. When it happened, they're going to be in the market. They might be, in, and they, but they didn't pay him. He didn't, unfortunately didn't take the money. Right. So now he's in a precarious situation. The Cowboys are in a situation where it's, you, listen, they are man. The guy who's driving the Cowboys bus is all gas, no brakes. The guy is. He is a running gun, shoot first, ask questions later. It is not beyond me. If he takes Trevor Lawrence? He trades the house and goes for Trevor Lawrence. It's not like he could. He could. He could conceivably do it. That yeah. way you don't have to pay your QB. You could retool and pay other guys. I mean, look at I'm looking at teams that are not going to be picking in the top ten necessarily. Like the the Jags could go up and do it. It's a lot of teams can do it. I personally feel like with the Cowboys at least, yeah. that they would try to find someone similar to Dak. And that to me seems to be like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Right, you know, and not have mo- to give up as much, mo- and not have to give up as much. Right, I mean, th- let's say the Cowboys stink, right, and they and Andy Dalton can't get it done. They went four games this season. You know, lucky if they win five, they're picking in the top ten. They're they gonna be able to get Justin. Well, they're Fields. they're honestly in a position. I think where their current team sits, and how dynamic their offense is, how how dynamic the weapons are. They have Ezekiel Elliott, who we've said is 
when he's when he's at his best is the best three tool running back in the league. Yeah. And I think they're going to finish like seven and nine because the rest of the NFC East is so so bad. 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 We have five games left in the division. That's that's seven wins. Yeah. I think the Giants will get a game. I, th- I don't think the Giants are going to be in a position. They played to a close game today. They're not. They're going to. They're starting to. Close. Oh, ju- Joe judges, Judge. They played multiple close games. The only game where they got really really handed it to them was against the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that with the Giants, they going into today at least, they were the least penalized team. He's running a good ship over there. Yeah, they just the, don't have the weapons. No, but the biggest they're, issue they're with the scared. Cowboys who have the weapons, Collins, Smith, Frederick retired, their offensive lines, de- de- which is their depleted, strength. Yeah. Is so Andy Dalton, no Andy Dalton, doesn't matter who's behind the center, their offensive line's depleted. We already yeah. saw it with Dak today. They were getting through, and that, and that Giants pass rush is not unbelievable. Right. No, it's not. Um, it is better. Trevor Lawrence, I think, will be a Steeler, a Viking, or a Falcon. Not a Pat? No, we're not going to do it. You think, wow, those three teams are the three teams that... Steelers, Vikings. I think you're giving these... I I think you're giving the the New York teams too much credit. I think you're giving them too much credit because I I wouldn't put it past them to make a boneheaded decision like this. I'm just saying. I want want it on the record. we We look at what the Titans got. Mm-hmm. Giving up that first overall pick in the Goff trade, yeah. and yes, Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl with McVay. Although they shouldn't have been there, they should have gotten bounced by New Orleans in the game before. Um, but we've also seen people bash on on Goff for you know what he's done last year. This year seems to be bouncing back. The Rams look they look good again. But Tennessee got so much. They got a first round pick in 2016, two second round picks in 2016, yeah. a third round pick in 2016, a first round pick in 2017, up, and another it. third round pick in 2017. And, and that was draft capital that the Titans used very valuably. And, and look at the team they've put together now. It's funny because the Rams did the same thing when they traded with uh, the Washington football team for RG3. Yeah. They got so many picks. It's a lot. It's and point a, being, the Jets need bodies. And look, yeah. Competent bodies yeah. They got nothing. on their roster, which they don't have right now. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. I don't think that, but last thing. I really think the Jags like Gardner enough that they're not going to move Unless, the farm. Maybe. I don't think so. We'll I don't see. think we'll so. See. They may be in a position to let it fall where it. Let right. it let I watched that guy play, and I think he makes very He's smart fun. decisions. He's fun. He's got to get on. Great team though. No. no, they need. They but they have holes. I, I see the Lions taking him. Trevor. Yeah. Potentially. Stafford's getting up there. Not as healthy as he used to be. I just don't know if they'll be in a position. I could see a team like the Vikings and the Steelers like throwing down. I could see the Falcons being in a spot for it. But I mean, okay, Steelers throw down, but like. You know, they have the 32 overall pick. I mean, how much capital are they going to really have to throw down? It's true. You know, they're one of the best teams in football right now. It's true. Okay. My question. Yeah. In the same vein, coaching firings have already, it's already started. Yeah. Right. We've got O'Brien left. We didn't get to talk about this one. Uh, Thank Dan, God. Dan Quinn gets fired. Thank he God sucks times too. Yeah. Um, you just mentioned that the Falcons are, you know, they have not won a game yet this season and they've lost two of them in just, Terrible abysmal fashion. fashion. I mean, classic Falcons fashion, um, blowing the lead. Yeah, just choke artist. <laughs> um, who's next? Adam is, Gase. Is Gase for sure next, and who's after him? Is he the last guy that gets fired this year? Adam Gase, without a doubt, has to be next. I don't know how, how it's not already happened. They're going to play the Dolphins next week, and the Dolphins are just going to work them. That's going to put them at 0-6. He's gone. He's gone. There's yeah. no way. You can't have an 0-16. What's the fucking point? Back what are they waiting? Years. What are they waiting for? I have no clue. I really have no clue. I don't know. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I'm going with Nick. I have no idea. It's it's definitely one of the poorly, most poorly ran 
franchises in all of sports. It's become that way. Yeah. And it's a shame because they were like in a pretty good spot They're two historic. years ago. Yeah, they, they were like, in a, they went to back-to-back AFC Championship with Sanchez. You just need a head coach that's confident. You need a D. Like Sanchez wasn't good. Look, they drafted Mangold and Ferguson in the same 06 draft. One at the back and one at the front. Like 29th pick with Mangold and 4th pick with Jabrickashaw. Build it on the offensive line. You build it on the line. Mark Sanchez isn't good. No. Clearly, not playing anymore. He's done. Right. So, I don't know, man. I don't know why they're not fired him yet. I don't know. Okay, so it's just so he's gone, obviously. Yeah, I think the other one for me is uh, Matt Patricia. If the Lions sink a little bit further down, um, I think that he's gone. I think that, that he's not on the, um, the loosest chain here. No, he's just like not likable. He's not. So they may kind of cut ties. That's a good. That's a good one. He, I think he's better as a defensive coordinator anyway. Yeah, I think Zimmer could be in trouble because. Well, they, I mean, they played a really close game tonight, but he is in trouble. Um, he made a questionable decision at the end of the game against the the Seahawks. Questionable, except that when it works, then you're like, I like that it was risky. Right. I like that you played to well, win. So that's what that's what happened today with Romeo Cornell and the Texans. Right? They had like fourth and four or fourth and five or something. They were up by. Um, I, I think they're up by like eight points or something. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. And he decides to go for it, and he throws it to Brandon Cooks, and Brandon Cooks scores. It's like the same situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's right. – I Yeah, they played a close one. Every week it's like the Vikings played a close one. It's like how – at what point do you go – I I'm I, Can you close? I think you stick with that play. I mean, I, I still think he made the right decision there because it's well, fourth you, and inches. You and hear Collinsworth, and he said by the book, you know, by the statistics and mathematics, like it says that you go for this year. And I agree Oh, I don't you. mind that. I just like I, – I would rather – I'm – if you kick the field goal, you're up eight. We were talking about it earlier. You can't you're lose. St- you can't lose. In, you can't lose in regulation. No, you can't. But you're still you're automatically giving the ball back, back to, to Russell us. Wilson, right? Who is going to drive? He's going to give his team a shot. And then right. the second, you know, the two point conversion. Um, we've seen we've seen teams be very successful with that this year. A lot of teams have so many different plays in, in their playbook to account for the two point conversion. And I think you go aggressive. You, the team that's better than you, you have to go aggressive to try and yeah, of beat course. them. Of course, and you also don't want to give Russell Wilson another opportunity in overtime. Right. I mean, if it comes down to that in overtime, I mean, Russell Wilson has the edge there. You don't yeah, want to put Yeah, but they gave him the sense. opportunity, and he won. Exactly. The, regardless. He had the His defense gave him the opportunity first, though, which is something By that making stop, they've yeah. had big question marks behind them, and they— They stepped up. I mean, they, they, still, they still let up some points tonight, but For they sure. stepped up. Yeah. Uh, cool. Another question. I will throw it down. Speaking of firing, I'll throw it to both of you guys. I want both your opinions on this. Coach Herman. Of the Texas Longhorns. Of the Texas Longhorns. Have the chickens come to roost? I believe so. Okay. I do. I, I mean, look, I I think as Texans fans, you know, we're always so um, quick to, to judge and point fingers, and we always want immediate results. But, yeah. I mean, he's had his recruiting class. They flashed a stat you know, on during the game that said we had like 53 four- and five-star recruits. Like, they've got the talent. He's a fantastic recruiter. He's a great recruiter. Awesome He's one of, recruiter. One of the best, yeah. He's one of the best. Good you know, for him. Good for him, exactly. But you know what? You're losing to TCU. You're losing close. You almost lost to Texas Tech. Well, we should be one and three. Exactly. I mean, there's clearly a huge culture issue right now when you see a photo that goes viral of Sam Ellinger doing going eyes to eyes, you know, eyes, the eyes of Texas is the song that they play at UT games at the very, at the beginning of the game and at the very end of the game. And it's tradition that 
you know, all the fans stay and the team goes to where the band is, stands in front of the bands, throws up their hook'em sign, and they all sing the song together. And win or lose, you always do it. The entire locker, the, Sam was the only guy out there for the eyes of Texas. He was the only player. I don't know if you guys have seen that photo. but it's, I, No, I didn't know that. That's it's, just, it's just Sam throwing up the horns That's with crazy. no one else around him. That's pretty crazy, man. The culture is horrible. Yeah. He's the, it's like the least disciplined team. The punk, have right, you ever but it's seen just a, college, so he can't braid. He can't Brady them and like actually get in their faces because it's the coach's job to do that. And that's why I think Herman has had a much longer leash than Charlie Strong. And you know he has won more games. Because Charlie won. Strong's black, we have racist alumni. I that that that's part of that. Definitely yes. a fair point. For sure. For sure. Charlie Strong 100%. was not black. And they'll no, and they will say that it's because he went and won that Sugar Bowl game against Georgia, where we still only won nine games that season. We beat Georgia, and everyone thought this is the turn. It has gone completely the opposite way. Yeah. We have you ever seen a punter get an unsportsmanlike conduct other than Marquette King? Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> First of all, the special teams is one of the like the biggest issues here with this team, and that is a fundamental thing that has to do with coaching, right? Hundred percent. Special teams needs to be your soundest. Soundest division on your team can't have any penalties. no penalties, no block kicks, no blown assignments. Can you need we to fucking do your job? We need to like seriously sit down those guys that are international guys who are rug who are rugby punters right. and tell them there is a time and place to and, do your rugby kick. And, and when you're because I get it, you can boom it seventy yards and it's an it's an excellent kick every time right. you have the time to do it. But it takes way too long to develop. And if one block falls. Obviously, the exact that exact thing happened in the Texas game. It's gonna get blocked. And when you're when you're at your own ten punting, you can't do that. Can't. He's like doing an outfit change in the fucking backfield. He's like changing clothes it's back ridiculous. there. Right? It's ridiculous. No, he had a penalty. I mean, look, your special teams has to be the soundest division on your team because you know what? When you do special teams, you're playing it safe. You're, you're like you're trusting the outcome of your special teams. So, yeah. All right, we're gonna punt the ball to give them field position. So it has I to trust work. Them. So it has we're to gonna work. kick a field goal because I'm taking these points. It has to work. We're kicking the ball off because it has to work. Special teams is so important, and that's a fundamental coaching thing. On the on it really on, is on the onside kick, on the onside kick. We had half. We had half the guys on one side, half the guys on the other. They know what's coming, right? What are we waiting for? Why are we just like, well, we're gonna try to fix? No, put your whole team on Amazing one side of the too. ball. Amazing kick. Oh, every time he actually knows how to do it. He's a great kicker. He's amazing. Yeah, he's an NFL. What, he's an NFL kicker. Yeah. What else could you? I mean, Epps was close, but like you have everybody there on the sideline. It, it just blew past Epps, and it was toast after that. A lot of people were also putting down Sam Ellinger. I am so anti putting him down. He played a fucking amazing game. Yeah, he has some yeah. accuracy problems. Sure, he's whatever. not an NFL quarterback. He's yet. not a prototype. But you know what? He's got so much goddamn heart. He runs his ass off. He's a leader. He's like you said. He's the only guy who was out there. He loves the shit out of this school, and I I would ride or die with Sam Ellinger. I mean, I still think he's a the great offensive great line player. had penalties that were yeah. ridiculous, like holding penalty at the end of the game. That was an overtime. That was it. That was it was over after that penalty. I mean, I just don't understand the penalties. I don't understand some of the play calling. It's just it's frustrating, man. He I don't care how well you recruit. Right. Put it put it to put it to a test. Yeah, I mean, clearly put the, it to work. the play calling. Was not working. The only thing that was working was that Sam was improvising and beating them on the ground. Yep. And he was, you know, talk about heart and hustle. I mean, those extra two yards where Every guys time. are at third and eight and they get six and then push forward for three that's more. Sam. That's him. That's his MO. Yeah. Uh, but who's the best running back on our team is Bijan Robinson. I don't know why he was underutilized. Like 10 carries. 
Because he's a yeah, because he's a he's freshman. A freshman. Well, whatever, does not fucking matter. If Win the you, football yeah, game. The best player plays. Win no, that guy is an awesome fumbles, an awesome too? pass blocker. Okay. So penalties, special teams, and turnovers has to do with coaching. Protect the fucking football. Keontae Ingram, two carries right. Lat TCU game fumbles on the goal line. His next carry fumbles on the opening possession. Two just, carries, two fumbles. Not, you're not focused, right. man. You got to not focus. You got to know that that guy. It's he's. He's in his know your player, know your personnel, know that he's in his head. So so get the other guy out there at the beginning, establish some run game with Bijan and Roshan, and then go to Keontae when they're started, where he feels less pressure on himself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the beginning of the game. It's Texas OU. It's the biggest game of the year for all of these guys. And and this is the worst OU team since we've been there. Oh yeah. They almost lost three in a row. They can't close. They didn't close against us even. I don't think Rattler's that impressive at all. He's underwhelming. I thought he was good in the first game they played, and since then has been underwhelming. He's not. His head's not in the game. He's so, very immature. I'd be so worried. They took out Mordecai. They I'd put in Mordecai, so the Jew. Worried if I was an OU fan with Spencer Rattler. He almost fumbled. The, he did fumble the ball. He almost turned over the ball. Uh, I, I think. I think out. still though, like you see the flashes of. He just got to grow. He's got to. He's, he's a freshman. He's got to grow up a little bit. I mean, it's a, yes, no, but but look at what that coaching. Here. But look at what that coaching staff does on the opposite side of the field. They yank him in the second quarter right. because he's making he's making mistakes. Right. So they bring the other guy in, the Wiley veteran. Then once he's had a couple of good drives, we're back at even. They bring you know they have a chance to talk to Spencer at halftime. They bring him back out in the second half and plays look, a little better. Yeah. And he's he's more effective. Yeah. Well, I I think Lincoln Riley is a great coach. I think he is the opposite of what Tom Herman does. Tom Herman's playing slap ass and beer pong, and, and Lincoln Riley's going home with the hottest. Also, girl at the bar. if you know, there's rumors out there. We don't know if they're true or not. But if Urban Meyer is actually interested in the job, you have, him. you have to take him. Hundred percent. He's yeah, he wants it. I'm you think him. so? Yeah. Fuck oh, I'd be yeah. so fucking pumped. Urban I, Urban Meyer will be in burnt orange. Damn, that's crazy. Urban Meyer takes the job away from his um, his young uh, apprentice, Hopper apprentice. See you, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. All right, give it to one of you guys. I'm I'm done. Those are my three questions. Kick it over to you, Tassop Tassopolis. What are you feeling, man? All right. Well, we've got. We talked about. You know, we have the ALCS going on. We've yeah. got the NLCS going on. Um, the Rays take Game One against the Strohs. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the rest of of this series. Pitching, brother. Yeah. You gotta pitching. Pitching, look at the Yankees. Strohs came out hot in the first inning, but that's all they got. Yeah, Altuve hit one home run. Altuve and the the Astros, the Yankees have the best lineups in the American League. And I don't care what you say about, oh, they cheated. They weren't good as good this year. Their lineup is still amazing, Houston's. The Yankees have the best lineup. What if you hold to one run? You got to be able to pitch with the best of them. We saw with the Yankees, Chapman is not a winner. He blows it every time he can. And the Rays can pitch with the best of them. They have a great one-two punch. Their bullpen's fantastic. Charlie Morton's been there before, and their lineup can keep up for the most part. If they need a hit, they can hit. Yeah. I mean, they're a tough out. They the Astros cannot pitch with the Rays. They cannot. Now I don't, the think, Astro- anyone, I don't the Astros, think anyone can really pitch with the Rays, to be honest. I think besides the, Do- the Dodgers. I think the Do- I think the Braves young guys have been impressive. Now the issue with these two teams is this: the Rays have game one. If the Rays kind of end this quick. And they can rest their arms, and this Dodgers Braves thing goes go all snow. the way. 
Glasnow, if you're ch- yeah, if you're chilling, listen. If you're if you have a couple of days off and you're the Rays and you can rest your guys, the Dodgers Brave series is already starting after you, and it can go the distance. Yeah. If it, that if that goes to seven and the Rays can kind of get out in five and they got a head start, I it's not sexy yeah, for baseball. Very, very but they can get advantageous it for them going into the World Series. By the sure. way, you know fans out there, I, I bought Game Three tickets to the NLCS. I need to sell them so. <laughs> Hit me up if you want to go. You did? <laughs> no, yeah, I did. I, I mean, you got you to buy them in case your team goes. And how much, how go much were they? Honestly, pretty cheap. They were $70 a ticket, and I had to buy a pack of four. So. You have tickets to NLCS? Game three. Yep. When, when is it? It's Wednesday. We, we have to fly out to Texas. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, where did you <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, because the day, ALCS yeah. is here. Yeah. NLCS right. is You can't there. even go to the ALCS in California. So. They're only, I mean, the only fans are going to the games in Texas. Fans only. Yeah. Yeah, only All the only fans. Only, only fans. fans. Just the fans. Fans only. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but I do think, obviously, we can't ride out the Astros. Yeah, this no, is a team no, that can no, take no, any no, series no, no, 100%, to the distance. Hundred percent. I think they did out. They out hit the Rays, which just even further proves that the Rays pitching just is yeah. very tactical. I'd prefer to see the Rays go because I like their talent. I like their guys. You know, I like their coach too. Um, I mean, I think it's a fun team to watch, but I think for a story, I think it'd be really, it'd be really awesome to see uh, the Astros Dodgers and, the Dodgers and watch the Astros beat the Dodgers. They say, okay, fine. We're not cheating this time. We're still going to beat you guys. I think, I think that would be interesting. I think also the Dodgers walloping them would be pretty, pretty hilarious. I too. think, I, I think it, it's Dodgers. a year. It's a, it was the, mo- it would be the most NBA storybook thing for like the, the Lakers to get it after Kobe's unfortunate passing. It would be the most MLB storybook thing for the Dodgers to go win. It would be classic baseball, like worst case scenario. Do- I mean, I'm sorry, not the Dodgers, the Astros go win. Right. Worst case is the Astros win because everyone hates them. They cheated, and it'd be the biggest slap in the face, and that's right. totally gonna happen. Right. It's 100 percent gonna happen. I mean, if they get past the Rays. Yeah, pitching. I mean, I, I think the Rays are gonna. I don't know. I think the Rays are tough, and I think the Rays have the edge, especially winning Game One. But I mean, then again, we're not talking about the Braves that much, and that's a young, exciting team that I think can keep Dude, up with Ian, the Dodgers. Ian Anderson and Freed and and and, and Wright, they right. they can ball. Right. And those, those hitters. That lineup is. That lineup just as good. Just yeah. as good as the Dodgers. That Dodgers Braves series is gonna be awesome. All right, Nicholas, throw us one, man. Questions, questions, questions. Hmm. What's the truth? trying to think here i mean there's so many things happened this weekend okay i mean we talked about dak yeah. right and it's it's so unfortunate that injury yeah. you yeah. know what i mean but going forward i mean how does that look for his contract you know what i mean like, how, like he well we got to figure out we got to figure out when is he going to be able to be back okay so first. so what i read today mm-hmm. um via the twitter um they say that the surgery usually a guy can recover within six months okay so because the issues though are the fact that like the bone came out of the skin. So like you're dealing with, yeah, you're, you're dealing with infection potentially, you right. know, and like, it's different. It's kind of more of like an Alex Smith like scenario. You never know. Like, cause that turned for right. the worse and no, I mean, he could have lost his leg. He could have died. Right. Best case scenario in six months. Best case. Best case scenario. Right. But like if he's ready to play next year, then he gets the option to do another franchise tag, but, or he's heading to free agency. I mean, he obviously blew it by not taking the money that he was offered. Blew it. So is a team going to be willing to give him multiple years on a contract, or is he going to do another franchise tag? What's going to happen? He's a talented guy. I think he has the potential. He's still young. 
He's not yeah. old by any means. Like 26, 27? Yeah, he's the potential to be a Thompson guy. He's taken the steps year in and year out to be a guy that, okay, like a game manager type. He's been to like there, a, too. To be like a thrower. This yeah. guy can really sling the rock. Yeah. He turns the ball over a little bit, but you know what? Some guys, you know, Mahomes has been, we've been more careless this year. Guys turn the ball over. I'm not as, like, you know, questioning that. He's not James Winston. Yep. Well, is Mahomes he, had his first uh, turnover of the year today. Yeah, he but he Mahomes has been. I mean, careless. Russ had he, Russ had two picks today too. He's yeah. been Mahomes has been a little careless. He just is a little too. He's I think his so, confidence just. A li- I think he needs to come down. I think he is. He needed that loss today. Um, but with Dak, Dak's a good runner, and it helps his game. He's not an elite runner, but he's a very good runner. Right. He's a threat. And I need yeah, and that and his mobility in the pocket's amazing. His ability to roll out, his ability to move, he's big too. It's great on the run. So I have to see how that looks before I can throw him some serious money. And that lends itself to a team either taking a risk on him. I don't the Cowboys weren't gonna do it then. I they don't think they're gonna do it now. I think Well, they still offered him a shit ton of money. I think he has to do the one year deal with Dallas and see what happens. Yeah. And I think that we are the franchise I think with this happening, like the one thing about the Dallas Cowboys is that in past, well, one, we love we love the narrative. Yeah, well, you love the narrative, and also you're a you're a pretty. Loyal we are franchise. loyal. We are loyal franchise, like, especially look how long to Jason, our quarterback. Look how long Jason Garrett stayed there. Look how long Jason Garrett stayed there. Look how ro- look Tony how long Romo. Tony Romo did. Look how long Jason Witten did. I mean, mm-hmm. like this is a franchise that does care about their stars. Yep. Because well, because the brand thing too. You're yeah. in the you're in the spotlight of the media. If you, you are a star for scratch. the yeah, if you're a star for the Dallas Cowboys, everyone's gonna know who you are. Right. Um, I think that you know. Whatever these receivers do, all these amazing rookie receivers, the fact that CeeDee Lamb is on the Dallas Cowboys puts him ahead of the other guys because everyone's going to be talking about him. That receiving core, to me, I, I mean, obviously, the best. It's, it's the best in football to me. For sure. Gallup is ridiculous. He's great. Cooper is awesome. And Lamb's and amazing. Lamb is He's amazing. so dangerous. He's already a top 20 receiver. And even that guy, Travis Wilson. Like Cedric, yeah, Cedric, Cedric Wilson. Wilson. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a cannon. Threw a touchdown. At that threw, they, did, they ran the Philly special. <laughs> yeah. I had a, you know, Lamb's amazing. I was thinking Travis Fulgham. That's yeah. why. Oh, he was crazy. We'll get to that, too. Guy's but. coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If Philly needed somebody. Lamb, Judy, Jefferson's been amazing. Ruggs had a great game today, too. That's what I was getting to. So, uh, Chenault's been amazing. Ruggs he's had a great, great game, had two catches. But he's a barn burner. But guess who also had a great game today? Who? Chase Claypool. Yeah. Four touchdowns. Great. Ro- Duvernay, they're starting to use him. It's a great Colin rookie. Colin Johnson had his first touchdown. It's a great rookie class. It my is. dad said to me. My dad's Chenault a huge with sports guy. Too. Yeah, Chenault's great. I'm a big Chenault guy. Uh, he looks swag out there in the Jags uniform. My dad, he goes, I don't understand it. I don't get how well, – because he was telling me about his football, his fantasy team. He's like, we have rugs in the bench. I don't, I'll never understand how they took Lamb or, or Judy. They passed in these guys or Jefferson or Ayuk. I, I, I would have taken all of them ahead of rugs. Because it's, it's all pick one. It's, I, yeah, it's yeah. Pick I, well, one. it is pick them, A, and B – I go, all right, well, let's just see how Ruggs is. Let's just let him get back in the swing because he's been hurt. Yeah, it went off today. He texts me and hey, I'm about to take off. I'm like, yeah, you're about to take off. Andrew Ruggs took off twice. <laughs> he's off twice. He's off it. to the races. And not to mention, like, we haven't seen much of Denzel Mims or Jalen Rager. No, either, Mims so. has been hurt. Rager has been hurt. Exactly. You get, well, you best ability this, this could prove to be the, one of the, you know, the best wide receiver class in the history of the NFL. You Steeler, never know. The Steelers should just. It's so early to say, but. Steelers should trade Juju. Yeah. Should they though? I don't know. That's a that's I think that's the second best to, receiving core. To kind of dip back on that previous question, I just like if 
Ben is as good as he's going to be today. Like, mm-hmm. how long can that guy play for? Yeah. yeah. You might as well, like, I gotta need keep, to m- keep all those guys around. He doesn't even need to move. And yeah. we know that even the, with the lack of mobility that he has, he is quite good in, in the same way you're talking about Dak and finessing around the pocket, which that's so important. I mean, I know that, like, for future quarterbacks, for the way that the modern NFL operates, you do need a guy who can go run you a first down on third and five. You don't need it, but it helps to have that. And that's what Dak was. I wish that he had just slid yeah. after five today instead of you so. never know. And he's just he's a competitor and he's going yeah, after Yeah, you it. don't expect that. He was yeah. in shock too. You saw him picking up his leg and he was in shock. Yeah. A side question on this topic. We were talking about receivers. It I wanna start okay. Are you guys on this on board with me? Let's get the campaign going. DeAndre Hopkins, greatest receiver of all time. No. He can get there. I don't know about the numbers. I don't know if he's no. going to catch Jerry Rice, but physically, he's awesome. He is probably the most talented receiver I've ever seen. And I'm a big Randy Moss fan. Nope. And he is ridiculous. Not better than Megatron. Not better than Randy Moss. I don't know, man. It's impossible. I I think it's physically impossible to be better than Megatron. Really? Well, cause size, but I mean, in terms of catching and what he's able to do with his body, it's I mean, physically route running too. Megatron was a jump ball guy. Go down, downfield, jump ball. Megatron was—he's an anything guy. He's—he set the record for most receiving yards in a year. Oh yeah, I know know that. I agree. I was a big fan. I had a jersey. I rock it every now and then. But DeAndre Hopkins, man, what he does with the ball in his hands, what he does without the ball in his route running, his hands, his catch radius. He's also not getting in. He's not getting suspended for one game, or not suspended, but his team isn't not. Letting him play Michael because Thomas he's punching another ass. player on his team. Michael yeah. Thomas is dicking Toss and I. I'm no longer. I love him, but I'm no longer. I'm Team Hopkins for sure now. I'm Team Hopkins best in the league for sure. Best in the league. Okay. Well, will he finish top five all time? You think receivers? Yeah, it's tough. Rice Moss. Han- I mean, To was fucking baller. I know, man, but ah, the dude can ball. Yeah, he's insane. He's insane. I mean, Megatron is ridiculous. It's just. With DeAndre Hopkins, you're not surprised when he goes six receptions, 131 yards, and a touchdown. That's just a regular day for him. I'm surprised that he didn't have more receptions. That's like my surprise. Well, because well, Kyler Murray's been spreading it out a lot. He's got a lot of guys to throw to. Yeah. Megatron, yeah. Megatron averaged in his career 16 yards per reception. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. No, I mean he's a physical specimen. In he's the same in the same way that you look at LeBron and you're like, there's never been another NBA player who's like that's that like me build. with Megatron. I love Hop- Hopkins has the best hands I've seen. I could say that. Yep. I will see. I mean, and out of the slot, a lot of career left. Best out of the a slot, a lot of career left, and Megatron didn't play as many years as he should. He hung it up. Of. He hung yeah. it up really too early. I feel. I, I will say, there's selfishly, a, I feel like he hung it up early. But there are so many talented receivers in the NFL currently. I am really, really excited to just watch and see how the rest of DK Metcalf's career unfolds oh because he's that ridiculous. guy is beast. unbelievable. He's awesome. I love him. I like talking about res- physical specimen. That everyone knows group, he's that receiving once you punch might be top three. Top three as well. Tyler Lockett, him and and David Moore. Yeah, Dean David Moore. Moore's not like that. You know, scary. But who's there. the what? You don't think that they're number one? Who's no, number I think I think the Cowboys are one with Cooper and Lamb. I think they're number one. I think it's a. Toss I think up. they're they're their trio is the best, no doubt. Are they the best I, if duo? I, if I count. I know he's a tight end, but Kelsey and Hill is the best. Well, that's a one-two yeah. punch. Yeah, I mean, they've got the best all-around weapons in terms of their running backs, their tight ends, their receivers. But That's a tough question. If I'm there. looking at just receivers, Cowboys number one for me. Yeah. Better than, yeah, I mean, it, Godwin can't stay healthy, so neither can Evans, really. Yeah. Right. Uh, Juice and 
Beckham, but Juice had a bad game. It's tough. Juice had two bad games. Julio and Calvin, if he's healthy. It's there's so many good tandems. Um, you guys have any more cues for the squad? We hit we hit everything, honestly. Yeah. Uh shout out to Rafael Nadal. Getting it done. Did he win on clay again? He did. (laughs) Was it? Was it the French Open this weekend? Yeah, it was the French Open, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think has he ever dropped a French Open? I don't know if he has. He's like absurd on clay. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. College football is about to get interesting. I'll before we let everyone go. Georgia Bama. Georgia Bama. A and M beat Florida. Yep. I mean, the Florida's defense blew it. Real quickly, yeah. uh, their tight end pits for Florida. Yeah, yeah Kyle Pitts, so good. <laughs> is there any way that a tight end could ever win the Heisman? You think he's having a ridiculous? Yeah, year. but I think there's guys that are having better seasons. Of course, of course. But like, does he get invited to a ceremony if he keeps up at this um, pace? He had a good game. He didn't have a barn burning game. He still had a touchdown, but the games before that, he's had like threes. Like yeah, threes, like I think his qu- his quarterback. Um, I would be more interested to see our old boy Bouchelle. To see if he gets like a little look, he's been amazing. Yeah, he's been great. Zach he's Wilson on BYU has been interesting. Yep, there's a couple. They played a close game against UTSA, but yeah, there's been. The, I think the uh, Najee was the Harris last, was great. When was the last wide receiver serious contender? Um, I don't know. Don't say it. I know the last guy to get invited as a wide receiver was D.D. Westbrook. Oh, it's right. He was him and him and Baker were both there. Yeah, yeah. That's the last guy. Yeah, I mean, I he's amazing. He's a beast. He's better than Noah Font. Noah Font's kind of similar style, for sure. Pitts, he's saying. Pitts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pitts. Yeah, no, I Pitts is gonna. I think he's gonna be a top ten pick. Next Elijah Moore and Ole Miss. I know you like the Ole Miss swag, Nick. Elijah Moore is good on Ole Miss. I'm a big fan of his. I, I mean, I like their like blue uniform. But that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and, ter- and and Terrace Marshall had three touchdowns and two hundred plus. But yeah, I know you're right. College football will get interesting, especially with the Big Ten coming back, with the Pack coming back as well. Um, you know, it's it's going to add just so much more uncertainty to the mix. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how those teams even fare uh, with this much time off. I think it's going to help them. They it's going to help them. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, like, I really think that this whole pandemic process, all the uncertainty that went into college football, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but some teams, you know, don't look as sharp as they should have. You well, know LSU I mean? has a massive turnover, and LSU is going go. to play Florida this week. Now LSU can go and beat Florida, and that can be. But like that's a, three games in a row. That would lose. be chaos. That'd be chaos. That'd be three games in a row that yeah. LSU loses. Mississippi State has A and M. Let's go to Mississippi State. SEC can be the one that eats each other alive. Well, the Big Cincinnati, 12's already doing it. Since the Big 12's already doing it, Cincinnati's three and zero. UNC's and De- Notre Dame are top ranked teams. It's crazy. Yep. Mac Brown, baby. Mac Brown. <laughs> Fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rub that puck, hit that putt at your PKs because they free hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out, you. We love you. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. Right, back at the wall, tie game!
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.